0: welcome to the geek Geek podcast where we're ready for a smashing episode i'm void and i'm here with my co-host Bj. smashing <laughs> well said today <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh smash brothers because well it just came out and i really like it and bj doesn't so that's to sure. high level the whole episode let's just be upfront about it um that I, is true that that is
1: now you can stop listening
0: no don't stop listening because I there's a conversation here at the end that I really want to have but I feel like we need context first so right. I think I'm gonna kick... I get it it's funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that stays in she's still laughing because she thinks she's so funny <laughs> I'm still laughing because she thinks she's so funny <laughs> okay let's kick
0: off the episode with um, some impressions from Smash Brothers Ultimate because it just came out and I've been playing it a bunch this weekend and um, of, like
1: everyone else that's all i see is smash brothers right now like yeah. twitter and and everywhere is just smash and
0: uh you guys are getting this probably about a week later because december is all out of order for us because of the way we record um but i've been playing it for about a weekend and a day on each side of that so like 4 days um essentially and i like it i really really like smash brothers ultimate um i don't think it's going to make my list for end of the year because at the core of it it's still smash brothers like there's not There's nothing like revolutionary here. It's just a very smart iteration. It's I mean, it is it's like the smashiest smash that ever smashed, right? Like the core (laughs) of it is there. That's probably the easiest way to say Um, it's a really good version of a game. And it's already my favorite version of the game. Mostly it's great because like everything and everyone and all the characters, like all of it is there right from all of the older versions. There's never been like a complete package before. And this is finally it. Plus they like added. This one
1: even grabs like the DLC characters from some of them and brings them in as main like as main line characters where you don't have to unlock them or anything. Is that right? Or am I misunderstanding yeah, no, that? No,
0: I'm getting to experience like all the DLC that I never paid for on the Wii U because like all those characters and all those levels are here too, which is okay. really cool. So I like that piece too. Plus, um the single player is the most built out that it's ever been. So they still have classic mode, which they always slightly change like time to time, but classic mode is Very much like there's just, you know, five, six, seven, you know, somewhere in there. It depends on which Smash Brothers you're looking at. But there's just a bunch of battles back to back, some with a couple like interesting rules or different sets. And then you face off against some kind of boss or the master hand or whatever. So that's still in the game. But then they built out this whole thing called the World of Light, which is really fascinating. I don't think I've heard of this at all. So World of Light is kind of like a big adventure mode where you get this giant hand-drawn map and a bunch of different like nodes that you can walk to and all of them have different battles on it so each battle represents um, a spirit and a spirit can be a character or like an object it's mostly characters from basically any game that's ever touched a nintendo platform so you have things (laughs) it's ridiculous like you have well-known characters that you're like oh that's cool that they did something like that but then you'll also have I can't even think off the top of my head they're just like ridiculous things that are like on the fringe of oh I guess that touched Nintendo system at one point like and you see things that you're like I don't even know who that is or what that's from I have no context and so what they do is they take that spirit and it's a spirit that you can acquire by defeating that one battle and they represent the spirit by pulling in a character that's actually in the game. And tweaking all the rules around the level or around like your abilities or their abilities. So you're still fighting a smash battle, but it's with a bunch of custom rules put on top of it, right? Hmm. It's it's fascinating. So there was one I'm trying to think. There was like a legendary firebird Pokemon, um, and that was a spirit. So they represented that by having <laughs> a Charizard that was giant sized, and it always had that flaming curry. So it's just shooting fire out in every direction on a Uh, fire map with lava everywhere. It's that kind of thing, and like a lava floor, right? So they find ways to represent the characters even if there's no like direct one-to-one with that character, but they find a way to make it happen. It's I like World of Light. Um, but besides that, I mean, it's it's a lot of small tweaks on the formula. You know, they brought back midair dodges, which is something that I really missed from the last one from like the Wii U and the 3DS version. Um, I always like being able to do like midair dodges and kind of like tweak it in a direction. Again, a minor thing, but one that they brought back and I think it's for the better. They added that you can see the bounds of the level when you're off screen So in the past, you always kind of had to guess like, oh, I'm somewhere near the edge of the screen. I got to get back. And you could kind of see like the direction that you were in from an arrow or a little like um, picture in picture circle. Right. You get
1: the arrow and it's like, uh, yeah, there's a little circle and an arrow pointing at you. And it's like you see what your character is doing as he falls or something like that. So now when you're off the edge of the
0: actual visible playing field, it pops up a little superimposed wireframe map that shows you where the actual edge of the outside is that would knock you out and like make you lose lose a stock so again a tiny little touch but i think it makes a huge difference they also did things like defense is less effective especially if you try to continuously do defense like you can do it in little bits Hmm. and pieces and it still works but you can't play super defensively which speeds up the game you know um i thought that was good and then the game is faster in general than the last two have been so like
1: characters moving faster that kind of thing yeah
0: and like damage i feel like damage accumulates faster so it's just faster to play through also good like you you move through things and iterate through battles a lot faster um, compared to like the Wii U 3ds version and also compared to brawl like I don't think it's been this fast since melee and I, I also don't think it's as fast as melee which is probably a good thing I think that's a little bit too fast for most casual players but this feels like a really good balance that they struck um, and then they've done a ton of small changes to individual characters nothing too major but like you know for example they took link and they brought him up to the breath of the wild link instead of like the older link so things like when you pull out your bomb it's the bomb from breath of the wild where you can remote trigger it whenever you want so you can throw a bomb Uh, at somebody and not blow it up until you're ready for it that's the kind of tweaks
1: that they make yeah i can see that that's a that's actually a really cool move for a fighting game too
0: yeah it's nice and (laughs) like link when you do a smash attack if you have no damage he now shoots out a beam from his sword that does a tiny bit of damage yeah just like subtle nods like that right so they've done that for like all the core characters just like tiny little tweaks here and there that if you never mained that character you would probably never even notice most of them some of them you will but not nothing major um and then all of the things like it adds new characters it adds new levels you know like i said earlier i'm getting to experience all that like downloadable content that i didn't pay for on the wii u that i never downloaded because i had already kind of moved on um but i've been playing a lot you know i've just been like unlocking characters trying out all the new modes and all of the sub menus and menus in menus that are hidden um, i'm going for the interesting achievements and achievements hmm. are fascinating in this game since nintendo has no achievement system um, Boo, it's, nintendo i'm still mad at them for that i still <laughs> hate it don't know why okay, i care because like this game it gives you all of these different it, you can kind of like unlock these funny pieces of art sometimes funny sometimes interesting pieces of art by doing these different achievements and it'll give you it like one board of art at a time so there's a bunch of different panels that you can unlock and you can feel like okay i did this one i'll move on to the next it, even though each one has like 15 to 30 somewhere in there different achievements okay. um so there's like 150 ish in general and the other thing is i'm playing this a lot with my family like this last weekend i played Well, I've been playing with my kids basically every day. But then this weekend, my brother came over, too. And he and I and my kids all played together. And one of the really cool things that I don't know if it's in other versions. If it is, I've never used it. But there's um, like an auto handicap that you can turn on so that as people lose, um, the other people get more and more damage added to them uh, in the next game. So we would just keep playing over and over and even though you change your characters even though you change your levels it knows that you're the same player playing so your handicap will go up over time as you win until it like evens out so you know after a handful of matches like the kids and i and my brother would all be about on an even playing field which was really fun for them too so overall like high level it's mostly just an extremely refined and iterated version of the previous smash brothers the one that was on wii u and 3ds it's like that but iterated in a great way so I love it. It's really
1: really good. I'm I'm enjoying it basically. And I'm glad like I see it everywhere right now. I'm seeing stuff about the handicap. I'm seeing stuff just people unlocking characters left and right and I'm really excited that people are loving this game as much as they're loving it. I I want to love it too and don't it's like but i'm i'm so happy to see all of my friends like pretty much everybody who has a switch outside of like two people that i know of are playing this game and posting about the uh all the all the new stuff that they're seeing like i'm really happy for them
0: good well that's at least something because i know that you don't <laughs> Love it as a game and as a series, but before we get to that piece, uh, I just thought we should kind of like set a baseline. Like, what are our histories? Where are we coming from with Smash Brothers? So for me,
1: like, okay, so because I'm the I'm the one I'm the naysayer, I'm the negative Nancy here. Um, I'll I'll start with the history of it. So. I wanted to like the first one a lot like I was really excited when the 64 version came out we had heard about it my friends and I always did four-player Mario Kart and so we got Smash Brothers and we played it four-player and it was fine we liked it well enough it was chaotic four-player stuff and then we just kind of migrated naturally back to Mario Kart and Goldeneye being our four-player games and then when we wanted to play a fighting game with each other we generally did tekken 2 or street fighter alpha 2 and sometimes maybe soul blade or soul caliber depending on uh, on when it was and what systems we had or where but we wanted to like the first like it sounded so cool and it was just like oh Okay. And the GameCube came out, and I think that was Melee, right? The one on GameCube yeah, was, was Melee. Melee. Yep. And everybody lost their minds for it. Like all of my college friends adored Melee. Like everybody went crazy on Melee. And I we gave it another shot. Like like college buddies, like people I met there, like everybody started to get into it again. Like all of my friends at that point loved it. And I played it and I went over to house and, and I went over to people's houses and played it at parties and stuff and saw people play it at parties. Like, it's exactly the same game. It's like I don't I don't understand why people are losing their minds and saying that this one is so much better than the old one. It's the same game. And I'm like all the buttons feel the same. People are talking about all this strategy that they have and I'm like you're pressing the buttons they it's a button-mashing fighting game. It's like, it's meh. Um, it's like, okay, that I'm, I'm glad that you feel as though there's strategy. I see zero of that when watching all of you guys play this. And they tried to explain it, and I'm just like, I can't. And it's like, it's just not fun for me to to play something like, People tell me that it's not button mashy, but it's like, I don't understand. I literally can't see how after playing it. And this week, I went back to prep for this episode. Like, I haven't played Ultimate. I went back and played the 3DS and the Wii U versions that I've got. Like, I have tried to like Smash Brothers, and every single time, I just can't like I see so many people love it and I, I I know so many people love it but I can't it's like everything about it from one generation to the next to the next to the next feels exactly the same and I just don't have fun with it because even with multiple people because it's just button mashy chaos and i keep trying it over and over like i said so so maybe you can like explain to me show me where you're coming from with it because it's just i don't get it
0: yeah okay i should give my history but i want to counter a couple things immediately so it's it's the same game in the way that like every street fighter is the same game and every tekken is the same game every fighting game like it iterates right but it never really changes smash brothers is the same way like there's no denying that i would also say that you know when you say it's the same game every time it comes out it's it's very similar to like a mario kart like you can go back to the very first mario kart and it's pretty similar to the mario kart that we have right now especially if you only go back to like the n64 version and then you look at everything after that because really that's probably a better example because this game started on the 64 um it's changed over time, but it's never changed radically or drastically. It's just smart iterations, and it keeps improving. So and it may be because I'm not a fan of it with this that's one, and that it. I
1: don't see those iterations. Like I literally see, like between the the GameCube, the uh, between the 64, the GameCube, and the Wii U specifically. Because I, I don't, I never actually played the one on Wii. Um, I don't actually see a difference. In them, like the iterations that were made, I am, I, I don't actually see what they are. Like when you say they brought back error blocks and stuff like that, that's something I would be like. I don't know what that is. Yeah,
0: it's like me looking at any other fighting game from the outside and being like, yep, it right. looks exactly the same as every other one that I've ever seen that never clicked with me. It's it's that feeling. Like, if you don't get yeah. into that particular series, there's no way you can tell the differences, basically. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and then the other part about it being button mashy, I, that one I'm much more hesitant about because I feel like I can destroy anybody that's button mashing because I actually understand the game, but I feel like we should come back to that in our the other part of our topic here so let me talk about my history first for smash brothers i've played everyone right around when it was released i'm not sure if i've played everyone at release but around the time that it released and i loved the original on n64 you know i i played a ton of melee with friends in high school it was high school for me and then i thought brawl was okay but not amazing that was probably the one that i was kind of like the the weakest on Um, Not skill, but just like in terms of how much I enjoyed it. And then um, up until now, my favorite has been Smash Brothers for the Wii U. I really like that version, but this one has already replaced it because I think it's just like such a smart iteration on that engine and that
1: design. So like... Ultimate is my favorite one at this point. Good. I'm actually glad to hear that because with all the hype and how excited people were, I'm glad that it was something that lived up to that and their expectations and your expectations, all of that.
0: Yeah, it did. And maybe part of it is like I know how to set my expectations for these games. You know, I'm not expecting anything like completely crazy and new. It's like I want smart iterations of this game that I already know that I like. Um, So that's kind of where my head was at for it. There I should also say, like there was a time when I was working in a marketing agency, and me and one of my coworkers had a daily Smash Brothers competition going for literal years, and it was amazing, like I loved it. We were playing the n sixty four version over lunch every day that we could do it every day we could justify you know walking away from our desks and actually taking lunch sometimes <laughs> marketing agency life that doesn't happen <laughs> but It was at least multiple days every single week for a couple years, probably two years that we played. And I love that. That was amazing. You know, even that sounds great. It was so good. And then even thinking back to like, Um, friends that I had in high school that we would play this game for like years and years, you know, Melee and before that, the 64 version when I was younger. Um, I've been playing this game for a long time with all sorts of different people. The other thing now is that like my son really likes Smash Brothers for the Wii U. So we got to play that together a lot and he's been playing it basically like regularly ever since it came out you know even though we have the switch he's been playing smash brothers for wii u the whole time um a little bit here and there you know like every week every other week something like that Hmm. so i was just excited for ultimate because um i you know like i had moved on from the wii u i'm ready for everything to be on the switch like i haven't booted up that system at all it's basically for the kids now the the i actually had
1: to hook mine up for this to play smash on it i actually went and had to hook all of my stuff up and charge the game pad and all of it so
0: I'm just excited that I can play it with my kids and enjoy it with them. My daughter's into it right now. I don't know if she'll stick with it because she didn't really with the Wii U version. But at least I know like my son and I can play for a while and she's playing with us right now, which is great. So as long as that lasts and the three of us can play together, um, I'm super excited for that. And I feel like I'll play Ultimate a lot more just because of how much I like the Switch and Like, why would I ever remove it from the system? You know, it's going to travel with me whenever I travel. Like, I'll put time into this game. I know I will. I already have. I've put a ton of hours into this game. It's only been out for four (laughs) days as of recording this. Um, (laughs) The other thing that I should probably say, just for other Smash Brothers fans out there, to give you a little context about, like, where I'm coming from gameplay-wise, I've always maimed Link. Um, And the version that I've mained has changed over time. So Link was standalone. You know, originally it was just like one version of Link in the first one. So that's what I played on the N64. Um, When Melee came out and Young Link was a thing, I liked that a lot better than the standard Link. So I switched over to that. And then Toon Link took the place of Young Link in Brawl and I finally felt like okay this is my character like I clicked with Toon Link and I just totally grokked him in a way that the others I I was like really close to but this was one where when it just clicks it clicks you know that kind of thing where it fits so ever since then uh my main has been toon link and he's still my main these days like i just i love him toon link is so good
1: and i've i've played with like i, I don't i didn't play melee so i uh i've played with link and he's always one of them that i go to him and samus are ones and mega man now there are people that i go to and try and in all of them going to toon link today i even went back to back for toon link and original link and i'm just like i don't really feel a difference in these i'm glad that you do but i do not i'm like yep Different skins. Yeah. And I completely feel a difference in them
0: just because like I've been playing that character and iterations on that character since the very beginning, which has been a long time now. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of that's where we're coming from with Smash Brothers. But I want to hash this out a little bit about like what you like and what I like. And it's it's interesting because we're kind of landing on opposite sides. But I can see we have complementary point of views in an interesting way. So before we do that, um, let's dive into our
1: geeky offer of the week. Why don't you tell the nice people about Patreon? So we've got a Patreon, you guys, at patreon.com slash geek2geekcast. And in the coming weeks, you're going to be hearing an episode uh, that was brought to you by a patron. Uh, We will be recording that, and it will be coming out in January. And if you would like to tell us what to talk about, if you want to pick an episode topic for us to research and record, then you can do so at patreon.com slash geek2geekcast. You know you want to tell us what to do.
0: Yeah, you can, for sure. And don't forget, we're part of a podcast network. Um, Geekitude with Joe Hogan and Ray Vargas. This week, they talked about Venom, which was super interesting. A kind of like a delayed review of it. You know, now that they've had a little bit more time to think about it, which is super fascinating for me. I feel like I really need to see that
1: movie when it comes out at home and I don't have to go pay for it in a theater. That's my current plan. It comes out this month. You know that? Like, it's super fast out to video. Like, I think it may come out in like three days from this recording.
0: Yeah, I think they wanted to get it out before the holidays. That's probably what they're doing and then um tea time with katie and chelsea they are about to go or have just gone on again time is a weird thing when we're recording in december but um they're gonna take a little hiatus around the holidays but they will be back in january as strong as ever so check out whatever the last thing was in the feed or jump in in january and see what's new with their next season so with that out of the way um why do you hate smash brothers but you like fighting games and why do i not like fighting games but i love smash brothers Like this is you and I are coming at this from such opposite directions. It's so interesting to me.
1: Yeah, it's like, I love fighting games. Like, ever since I first played Street Fighter 2, like, before Turbo, before Championship Edition, before anything else, just Street Fighter 2, I fell in love. Like, I love fighting games. I loved Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2, MK3, all of it. Like, I really, really like fighting games. And I will still go to the arcade, like, go to the these arcade bars and places like that, and I go immediately to the fighting games that I, I grew up in love. Like, Virtua Fighter 2 is my all-time favorite fighting game uh street fighter the tekken series all of these like i love them soul Calibur, the Soul when it was soul edge in the arcade and then soul blade on the playstation the alpha games and just just everything about it like i love fighting games and i don't always I have. just and, I, I want
0: to like fighting games but they and okay so one of the reasons i like smash brothers is is because the core control scheme is the same for every single character. So as soon as you understand, like really understand what all of the buttons do for one character, you un- automatically understand the core of every single character. And I hate that most, so much. Well, most other fighting games, you have to learn like different button combinations for different characters. And to me, that feels like a completely artificial barrier to entry for most people like you have to prove that you know you can memorize a list of moves that are different for each character like that's not the interesting part of fighting games to me the interesting part is trying to anticipate what your opponent is doing and fighting on that mental level like do i know what you're going to try to do so i try to dodge because you're going to try to hit me or do i block or do i grab like when i hear people talking about fighting games that aren't smash brothers at a very high level right like if you try to watch a twi- twitch stream or you like watch a video of people who are pros at the game the way they talk about that game is they never ever mention the mechanics of the game the fact that you have to put in these button combos they only talk about the mental aspects where you know you have to like understand your opponent and it all becomes about mind games and that part is so fascinating for me but to ever get there in a game like street fighter or tekken or whatever requires so much upfront work that most people are never ever going to have the time for and that includes me like i just know that i'm never going to be competitive in any of those fighting games because there's that artificial barrier to entry you have to learn so much up front and smash brothers takes that part out
1: of the equation and it lets you get to those mental games so much faster and that's what I hate about Smash Brothers I really hate that I can play Mega Man that I can play samus that I can play Mario and the buttons do roughly the same thing no matter what that means it takes all of the variety out for play to me it means that because the button mechanics but because the because the moves and the move sets are so simple like up and b all right i'll press that and it does this that's so boring for me that i just bounce immediately because it's like i don't have anything to learn that the strategy is to me is not within like anticipating my opponent. It's actually trying to get good with one character or a couple of characters and learning their moveset, learning their fighting style and learning how to then take on the different other characters. Like, uh, like like Tekken three was one of them that I spent a lot of time on back in the day. And it's like, I could play uh, Eddie and I would fight differently with him against King and I would play, as Warong and fight differently against uh, about against Nina. And I would have to play entirely differently against different characters. Uh, And then you had to take your opponent into consideration as well on how they played with those characters. And it's just like learning the move sets and actually putting in the moves and having the skill to do that is where I find the fun in a fighting game. It's like, if I can pull off a dragon punch uh, I, because I can do the mechanics, I can do the dragon punch, I'll know how to play that character, as opposed to, you know, I'm pressing B a few times, I'm holding B to charge up, it's like that's, that kind of thing isn't fun for me in a fighting game, the uh, the jumping around on the levels and moving around with the uh, other people is, that's not where fighting games, the strategy, and what, what I consider a fighting game is like a one-on-one thing, the 4v4 and all of it, or the four-on-four, all of that, just really... Well, four player, I guess, not four on four, or four v four, but uh, it just takes that uh, takes the strategy out of it for me because I like having within the game and the confines of it every character having a different style that you can learn, kind of like uh, Overwatch, where you can go in and if I'm good with Symmetra, it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily good with Wrecking Ball. It's uh, that I learn how to do you know a few of them really well, and then I can stand up. Against everyone else. Um, and in Smash Brothers, it's like, I, just wearing a bunch of different skins on the same character. And that gets really boring really fast for me. So, okay, I I completely
0: disagree with that last statement because a lot of what you were just saying before about the different characters and learning one character so well that you can start to think about, like, how does this character match up against a different character and how does the person I'm playing against play that other character in their own unique way and how do I counter that? That's how I feel when I play Smash Brothers The thing is, I don't have that barrier of having to go through all the effort to like learn all of these intricate button combinations where that's not the interesting part of the game for me. The interesting part is that consideration of... I know my character so well. How do I stack up against all of these others, and how do I deal with all of the things that they bring to the table? Um, the fact that, like you know, controls are basically a direction and A is a standard attack. Um, you know, a direction fast and A or the the other stick is a smash attack, and then a direction and B is like one of the special moves. It makes it so you can very quickly learn all of the moves, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be good with that character. You know, you actually have to spend time understanding when to use different moves and like when to pull them out. And every character feels so different to me because they all have different movesets, especially oh, once you get into their special moves, you know um, the standard attacks are one thing, but even they like different smash attacks have different feels and delays and speeds and ranges. And like all of that kind of thing changes. You know, if I go from playing one of the links that I'm good with to another character that has like a slightly different range on all their attacks. I miss attacks constantly because, like, it's so ingrained in me how that one character works. That's my main, you know. And I'm oh, sure man. fighting and game f- character- like people feel like that all the time. That is how I feel when I play Smash Brothers. I just don't have the arbitrary mechanical part get to get in the way, which is why I love it so much.
1: And see, to me, it's it's not even a barrier for getting in. It's just finding one that clicks. Because I've spent hours on on Smash Brothers uh, this week and. Every and I and I know it's not as much as other people have spent on Smash Brothers this week, uh, but it's like all the characters feel the same to me. It's like I've I've gone through the rosters and I'm like I don't like all of them. It's like it doesn't it didn't matter what character I was playing. It was maybe Toon Link had a, a grappling hook and Charizard reached out, but it's like that didn't feel any different to me. I still just had to press L. And okay, it, so uh, I need to ask a question.
0: Based on some things you've said, do you play this game all the time in four-player mode? No. Okay. Do you play this game on the normal stages with items?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with with three computer characters uh, playing just everything, just normal default. So when when I'm playing this game, like a
0: fighting game, like the way that we're talking about. I and I don't play this way all the time like I'm I'm glad to just play all the modes and play around and you know four players special rules items whatever like if people are coming over for fun that's the way I play the game and it's great like that but when the things that you're talking about that you like when I'm talking about playing Smash Brothers that way I'm talking about like no items one-on-one final destination or battlefield and those are the only two levels like That is how you play this game as a fighting game is on an
1: even playing field with just two characters and
0: their move sets. Have you
1: tried that? I don't think I've ever actually played that because in my, in in single player stuff, it's always been with all the computer characters hopping around and then with groups, it's always, or other people, it's always been with, uh, with groups, it's been four player where we do it where the screen zooms out so much that you can't see anything but where it says P1 or P2 you can't see what your character is doing and it's just like this is, I don't understand why anyone plays this because there's nothing appealing about it to me
0: oh yeah no that's just for like fun that's like playing Mario Kart with your friends or like Mario Party because at that point it's just random luck and there's almost no skill involved like yeah that's that's that's, true but I mean that's if what you're looking for is like that fighting game experience you need to just play on like the (laughs) there's a there's a final destination battlefield iteration for every single map in the whole game like you can put them into that configuration so it's either a flat playing field or it's like the three platforms above the plat f- flat playing field and right. if you just play one-on-one with no items on those that is what feels like a fighting game like that's when you can really understand the moves and how all your moves can link together and how you stack up against another opponent one-on-one like if you take a lot of that random chaos out of smash brothers there's that fight game at the core it's just that you can add all that randomness back in just for fun just to play with people just when people come over casually but it doesn't sound like that's what you enjoy about fighting games
1: not really no i i i like the movesets like and that's something that i I love i'll try it like that's the thing i'll go in and as we record these out of timey wimey uh you know spaghetti order of episodes uh i'll give it a shot and do that and set that up and give that a shot and do it because i like even playing fighting games want like against the computer and going through obviously prefer people but it's uh i'll give that a real shot and see because i've only only from the time that you know what was i 15 years old when the first one came out maybe yeah what year did the first one come out uh do you remember i don't know
0: it's in 64 days so it's been a while probably that was that was high school
1: late 90s so it's uh it's like the all i've ever played on smash brothers has been multiplayer four-player party type uh party type stuff it's yeah you're you're basically at that point you're
0: basically just playing like mario kart with the randomness turned all the way up or mario party where like stars come out of nowhere at the end and no one has any control of anything like that's the version of smash brothers you've been playing and it's not a bad thing because there's a lot of fun that can be had there it just doesn't sound like that's what you're looking for when you come to this game
1: no i've never had fun playing that like that's the thing it's doing all of it it feels so bland and lifeless that that just so not even bland. It just feels so stagnant. Like everything is going on at the same time, but there's nothing that you change. It's like I change into a different character and it's like, okay, it feels exactly the same than it did three matches ago. So that's really why I don't care that much. Why I don't like Smash Brothers as yeah, a fighting game you- is because that's with four players and items and the normal stages, like you
0: never get a chance to truly learn the ins and outs of any character ever. So I guess I didn't realize that you had never tried to really like go down to the core of the game before, because I've known so many people over the years that are like hardcore. That's the only way you can play. And I'm not that kind of person. I'm the kind of person that'll do all the different variations of smash brothers and love it when it's at its craziest, but also really like it when it's at that hardcore mode. Um, But it sounds like that's what you need to try, is like just start going through characters and try to find the one that works for you because that's where you can truly get a feel for what makes a character unique And what you would like about it is just that, like, one-on-one, simple, there's no items, there's no craziness going on with the stages. It becomes all about the character and controlling your character against one other opponent. Like, that is probably my favorite Smash Brothers experience out there. As much as I like the others, as much as I like the craziness and the variety, that core of 1v1, that's what I love about the game.
1: Okay, I haven't ever tried that, and it's not even for... for I didn't know it existed more than anything. Like, I didn't know that was a way that you were playing Smash Brothers. I thought, you know, everything I've ever seen was the giant smashy smashy.
0: Yeah, and so that's why, like, when you watch fighting game tournaments and stuff, um, a lot of the time it's just always that same, like, level, which, which is one of the reasons that right. when it came to the Wii U and 3DS version, they added the idea of you can turn every single level in the game into a Battlefield level or into... Um, I always forget what the two are called, but there's the one that's just flat. And then there's the one that has like three platforms and that's it. And you can turn any of them into either of those modes. So you can at least switch up your tile set and your background and get some variety because Uh, what people would do in the fighting game scene, especially with like melee is like there's only one or two acceptable levels and everything else doesn't actually count when you come to the pro level. Wow. Yeah, because that's like that's where the fighting game part of it is. Right is okay. in that limited set of parameters. Like that's that's where the skill resides. That's where truly learning your character and grokking it and coming to an understanding with it and all the things that it sounds like you enjoy are in that parameter set
1: okay I'll give that a shot because like I said I like going in learning a character learning the moves and learning how to how to interact with the other characters really but I've never had that there's no way to do that in the way that I've played it it's just like I'm smashing these buttons and falling off the uh, platform look at that
0: Okay. I guess I never understood that because, like, my friends and I had always tried so many different variations with so many different settings that we would ultimately land on that one. Even when I was, like, little and I was playing this game, you know, just, like, 1v1 on a simple battlefield with no items. Like, I'm sure I tried that back in the day. Um, These days I really appreciate it, but, you know, trying different, like levels of items or like cranking this one way up or that one way down or making crazy different parameter sets to play with that was just always part of the game to me um and so i I like i said i still like that you know it is still this giant nintendo crossover of a game that gives you access to all of these characters from nintendo's history and i love that piece of it too you know and but that's one of the really cool things is that like once you understand a character and you understand that like 1v1 like okay i'm really starting to grok this character when you do want to try other characters or go outside your comfort zone there's no huge like hill to climb or barrier to get past that's going to prevent you from getting into the next character's moves because you already know the basics the core is still there and I just I applaud that in a game. You know, it makes it so much more accessible to try other characters and really like get into it.
1: And it's still hard for me to wrap my mind around that being appealing because at that point it's like why not just keep playing the same character? It's like because there's nothing else to learn with it, you know, cuz I th- getting those other move sets are are fun and interesting and and it's something new and different yeah but the characters control wildly differently too you know in
0: speed and size and reach and all sorts of things plus I mean once you get into the special moves like the special moves really are it's such a grab bag like characters are so different from one another that it's insane I oh, okay I feel good that we got to where we did with this because I thought you were just completely against it. I didn't realize you had never tried that like real fighting game rule set to try it out.
1: No, it's never been presented. And I think that's the issue with it because everything I've ever played, everything I've ever seen, just default Smash Brothers sucks and it's not fun for me like that's the way i feel about it and and it's i like seeing other people enjoy it but i'll sit and watch people play weird crazy smash brothers all night long and i've done that many times but when it's my turn it's like nah guys i'm good i don't i don't care and uh like one thing i will say through all of this though you were mentioning the uh the different mashups and everything. And I don't really care that much about having the different mashups of characters fighting each other, like the fire emblem characters coming in and smashing Ness from, from earthbound. What I thought was the most interesting part of the Wii U version that I hadn't gone back to in a long time was the levels. Like I will give it to them that I really enjoyed, uh, going in and seeing like the Xenoblade Chronicles level and seeing like, uh, uh the Pokemon, level that they did things with to fly around through i'd forgotten about that and it's the difference in the the world that was interesting to me more than the characters themselves interesting cool
0: okay um i think we'll have to leave it there because now you have to go test out some things and come back and tell me if you still hate the game or not
1: All Right. i will i will I, I will do that like i literally had no idea that that being able to to really pare it down like that was either possible or a thing like i
0: it definitely is. Okay, now I really need to know what you think when you try that. <laughs> well, when we're back in the new year and you've had some time with it... Um we'll talk we'll talk about this again um, for now you guys can write to us with comments suggestions or feedback or hey I guess smash brothers tips and parameter sets for BJ uh, our email address <laughs> is geek2geekcast at gmail.com or reach us on twitter at geek2geekcast we also have longer discussion threads on our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash geek 2
1: and we have great discussions on slack and discord as well you can go to discord.geek2geekcast or slack.geek2geekcast and hang out with us and like we said earlier we're part of a podcast network so if you want to see any of our shows or all of our shows or any shows at geek2geekcast.com and you'll see them i blog at a and you can find me at
0: grn mushroom that's green mushroom without the e's on twitter
1: and i'm on twitter as at professor Beej.
0: that's Beach with two e's and i blog at geekfitness.net we've been void Beach with your geek to geek podcast that'll do it for this week see you next week geeks
1: beach smash And remember, this week, keep it geek.